And welcome back to the episode of Get Your Serious Me Boy Lie. It's me, Joe. And we're here to talk about the movie experience of the year. Yes, I'm overhyping it. It's Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, the Super Mario yeah. Brothers movie. It's a me, Mario. Yes. You, uh, we'll try to keep the the Mario uh, isms, I would say, to 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 a little light, a little light today. Yeah. Um. Probably like I think what the the last big video game movie because I mean because I was gonna say if we we're gonna talk about big video game adaptations and we obviously we'd be talking about The Last of Us, but yeah. I think the pretty last good though, by the way, pretty good show. Yeah, pretty good show. Um. But the last sort of big uh, video game adaptation movie um, was uh, what Sonic Two. Sonic Two, I think that was the biggest one last one last last time. So yeah, now Mario and... has returned to the cinemas after uh, his last outing was not great in you know the nineties. Hey now, movie. hey now, that was a fun movie though. That was a fun bad movie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but like, we, we they finally gave us Mario's last name. It's Mario. Yeah, that's why they're the Mario Brothers. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Uh, that's such a <laughs> funny thing. Uh, but yes, uh, we are going to be talking about the new Mario Brothers movie. Um, and we're also going to be maybe talking about its reception. I think that's a very interesting note to talk about, if I'm being honest. Um, I guess, because I don't think Mario, the Mario movie, I mean, if we need to look at, like... Mm-hmm. Review aggregators like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, there's certainly a mm-hmm. interesting divide between the uh, critic score and the audience score, but you know uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah, no, uh, mm-hmm. you know the Mario Bros. movie made by Illumination, which I think at the time when this was announced, people were very skeptical because it's Illumination. Yeah, and, I, I was very skeptical when I, when I first heard it was Illumination, I was like, oh no. Yeah, and if you don't know, it's because they're the guys behind uh, Despicable Me, and more more uh, importantly, behind the creation of the Minions, which if you've been on any social media platform, especially Facebook, it's like, Jesus Christ, leave me alone, you goddamn Minions, you annoying little... <laughs> you hated them before they became, they became hated. Yeah, I, I think... Not to be a hipster about it, but, you know, the Minions have always been, you know, very eh to me, and it kind of seems like Illumination has been, has at least attempted to seem like they want to recreate stuff like the Minions again, because they did become, like, a major phenomenon. I think there still are a major phenomenon. Hell, there's, like, two Minions movies, which is just like, Jesus Christ, why do people like these annoying yellow things? But regardless... Uh yeah, we'll just talk about the movie. We'll do our usual stick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this on the way back after watching the movie. Is that we usually expect an elimination uh, to play it really safe? Yeah, and I think like, that's the uh, yeah. the 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 main issue with I think for most people is that a lot of elimination movies kind of just play it safe. Um, not to say that's a bad thing. Not to say it's a bad thing, but like when I hear heard elimination making Mario. I'm like, oh, I can already see things are going to go down. The Toads are going to be like the new Minions. There's going to be insert pop song here and there. And then it's just going to be, you know, annoyingly funny. It's like funny that kids can really like it. Like for me. For it's adults, since it's, it's just like. like uh, uh, yeah, like very childish. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I will say, 
There wasn't too much of that in this movie. <laughs> yeah, which I guess shouldn't surprise most people because Nintendo themselves were very involved in the making of this movie. I believe, like, back in eight years before the movie was even announced, mm-hmm. like, when talking about, hey, will there ever be another Mario movie? And I think Miyamoto and I think some other uh, Nintendo executives were very much of, like, if it were to happen, it, we would be, like... We're, we're going to be on your on their asses. Yeah, we need final approvals on a lot of these things, right? Yeah. Which may be the reason why it, some stuff happens the way that it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we will be talking about more of it. Uh, but first, as we tend to do, we give our one-minute reviews. So Joey's going to go start off with our with, with it off. Then I'll go first. Uh, a one-minute review of your the Mario movies. Joey, you go for it. Alright, so the Super Mario Bros. movie is, I think, a very good movie. Uh, very solid, all things around. Visually looks fantastic. And I think it takes care of the Mario franchise very well. It's very respectful of it. Granted, I think part of that is because of Nintendo's huge involvement in, with the making of the movie with Illumination. But overall, I think every all the characters were solid. It, I think uh, um, any sort of references we see are very tasteful. I will admit there is a little bit of like weird like inserts of various pop songs that are kind of just like feel off for a movie like this. But overall, I think the plot was solid. Uh, I liked all the characters. Jack Black definitely steals the show as Bowser. And it was just a fun, you know, nice, fun sort of family movie that I think anyone can get into. And I think it shows promise to, uh, you know, Nintendo's future outings in the movie industry. I agree. So, now it's my turn. Alright, the Super Mario Bros. movie is a really good movie. A really good movie. It exceeds expectations in the fact that you kind of thought it would be a lot worse. <laughs> and we'll be exp- yeah, we'll explain that in a minute. Um, a lot of the characters are very likable. Chris Pratt does a very solid job. Obviously, as Joey says, Jack Black steals the show. Well, ha- even though the plot, I feel, is kind of very simplistic and then it's still able to bring us a very enjoyable film. And I'm not going to lie, I was laughing. I was very happy with a lot of stuff as someone who grew up on Mario. This movie hit me in all the right spots. And in a way that wasn't so, like, offensive. Thankfully, you know, Nintendo being a part of it helps make the movie feel a little more, you know, respectful to the source material. And yeah... There's a bit of issues here and there, but nothing to make me go bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So where do we start in sort of the the more... I, I guess let's start with some negatives, right? For me, one of the negatives is is that the, the plot is very thin. Paper thin. It's very simplistic. And I really hate saying that that's kind of a bad thing. Because for me, I don't mind if the plot is simplistic... And I think you and I have talked about this before, that oftentimes having a simplistic story is fine. Now, I'm not saying the story in of itself being simplistic is bad. I know I didn't know earlier what I said, but what I'm saying is its execution is a little questionable. No, I, uh, I, I think from for me, like a story doesn't have to be this neat, like a. Super intellectual or deep, where that make it makes you think about stuff. It's nice when a movie is like that, where it's like you come out of the theater being like, 
oh, what does that all mean? Like, oh, what, you know, what is the effects of this or that and all that stuff? Like, it's nice when a movie can do that. But context, this is a movie that is, you know, a family movie. You know, it's not to say that... It's made, like, made to be entertaining. Yeah, it's not to say that, like... Because I know people like to make this sort of uh, joke of, like, oh, kids media, you know, people will constantly make it as, like, dumbed down and all that stuff. And I'm not sort of, like, saying that I approve of that stuff. I think it is neat and good that there is, you know, we get, like, media directed to kids that isn't just, just uh, coddling them or, like, isn't challenging them intellectually or whatever. But for what the Mario movie is and what the plot is, especially considering... You know, the idea of a Mario movie, which, you know, the plot of most Mario games is just, it's Mario having to save Princess Peach from Bowser. It's the most simplest of, like, video game stories out there. And, you know, for the most part, it kind of sticks to that sort of idea. Yeah. I Granted, Peach isn't really in that damsel in distress role in this movie. It's very much... Uh, Luigi gets caught and like, hey, listen, uh, Mario's like, I gotta go save my brother, and mm. you know, it's sort of they their interests align. Like, hey, Princess Peach wants to stop Bowser because you know he's gonna start trying to control the world. Mario needs to help his brother who's been captured by Bowser. All right, those interests are aligned. They're gonna work together. Mm. That sort of thing, right? And that's where I'm saying where I feel like the execution is a little off because everything happens at a breakneck speed at at some point. Mm -hmm. Well, there. I feel like this movie really a moment to like, okay, sit down. <laughs> Let's go through this in a slower path. And just to clarify, guys, this is like an hour and a half movie. Things go fast. <laughs> yeah, like, I think I was mentioning this uh, after we came out of the theater. I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense for it to be an hour and a half movie because, again, it's that sort of Illuminations game. They're an animation studio that makes movies for kids and, mm -hmm. and families and stuff and those sort of movies are an hour and a half long i mean but at the same time i can get what you're saying that uh, the pacing just feels very rushed because when i think back to other movies that are i guess of the similar demographic like tangled is i think like an hour and a half long it doesn't feel like an hour and a half long it feels nice and evenly placed throughout mm -hmm. uh same thing with like i think most disney movies and a lot of other like movies like DreamWorks stuff that is like in that area of like an hour and a half. You know, it's like, okay, these don't feel that rushed to me. Like if I was to watch the original Shrek, mm -hmm. which I know for a fact is like at least an hour and a half long, I don't think I would have been like, well, that movie was fast. I, I'm pretty sure I would be looking at it as like, oh no, this movie, you know, like, you know, this was evenly placed out throughout the movie, you know, evenly paced. I think scenes are let are allowed to breathe you have the action scenes that hype up stuff you know mm -hmm. that's, that, that sort of thing and i think i feel in the the starting of the plot you know when they get to the mushroom kingdom i can i i can kind of see where you're coming from in terms of like oh wow this feels real rushed because mm -hmm. there is like once mario gets there it's kind of like they kind of move fast mm-hmm which is like, okay, all right, I can sign to see what you mean by, like, very sort of rush pacing. Yeah, and it makes sense because, like, oh, it's like, okay, oh, you you look at the thing? Okay, let me see if you're ready. And then it's like, 
on like a montage is done and it's like the impl- implication of the montage took a, like a day mm-hmm. but it was you know montage shorten it kind of stuff and I don't know I don't I'd like to see a little more and I think you know considering how this movie you know brought us the this, this story the visuals and all that stuff I would have loved to see more I was very invested into this, and that's some again. That's what I'm saying about a simplistic story. A simplistic story can be invest. You can be invested in a simplistic story. The story was very simplistic, and I'm fine with that. It, it's, like I said, Mario is a very simplistic game. It's all about the platforming. If if you can't do a Mario game with good platforming, then what are you doing? And the story usually for Mario games are very paper thin. I mean, unless you're maybe counting Paper Mario. Because apparently those are very... <laughs> yeah, you could argue... Yeah, I'm, it's it's very arguable that... At least uh, Paper Mario 1 and The Thousand Year Door... Uh, they're more RPG-style games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that I think the Super Mario RPG. You know, the one with the... Uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, what's his name that everybody wants to smash? You know, that guy. Yeah, uh, that guy. No, I know his name. It's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> G- Gino. Gino, yeah. 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 I, I, I like to say that because... Realistically, I mean, the the people who asked for Gino probably weren't didn't even play that game, weren't even alive for that game. They just heard their favorite YouTuber say, you know, I think Gino's a pretty cool character, you know? He, mm-hmm. he should be in it. Or they never remember the interview with uh, Sakurai being like, you know, I thought about adding Gino in the game. You know, it'd be kind of neat. But, but I didn't, so, you know, it's whatever. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, like like I said, yeah, um, the, the, the story is very engaging because, like, you understand everyone, everyone's wants and needs, and you want to see them like be fulfilled. Mario wants to save his brother because they established from the get go. Mario is very protective of his brother. They're very close. Yeah, and you love to see that. Yeah, I, I will admit that's probably one of the <laughs> neat things that they give Mario and Luigi that sort of like dynamic of like, hey, listen, you know, Mario's ready. To, like, hey, listen, don't you mess with my brother. He's my brother, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, they, they sort of hammer home like, listen. When we're together, we're, you know, we're unstoppable, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, that's sort of like brotherly beautiful. bond, you know. Love it. Love and it. Princess Peach wants to stop uh, Bowser. Very, obviously. Like, yeah. she's like, uh, hey, you know, these these are my people, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm the princess, and I will do what's necessary to uh, protect yeah. my people and stuff. Yep. Uh, Bowser's uh, motivations. Hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, uh, they definitely lean into... Uh, the sort of like the one, like the big motivation for Bowser, you know, like yeah. if you've played the Mario games or know about Mario, you kind of if you basically play the latest one, which is Odyssey. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's kind of been a thing, yeah, for Bowser a little bit, not just like wanting to rule the the say Mushroom Kingdom and all the other kingdoms and stuff. Like yeah. he has like another thing that you know that a lot of people like, you know, they find fun, yeah. Because it is an interesting, funny dynamic. I mean, this has been a thing since, I think, the uh, when they made that Mario anime movie thing back in the 80s. Oh, I remember. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of been a thing, mm-hmm. you know, for Bowser's character, for him to have that motivation. But, you know, obviously seeing it taken up to 11 with Jack Black is, is very funny. Yeah, I know. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, the joke they do in Spaceballs. With a oh, you dark know, helmet. you know, considering what the considering that one scene, yeah, it makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is one scene. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Yes, I mean, like, 
Yes, we're talking about we're technically talking about a negative, but it's not a terrible negative if we're being honest. Because uh, in reality, I feel like this movie just needed to be longer. It's it's a very simple story, and maybe a little longer would would have made it a lot better. Because the story does have a bit of a breakneck speed, but it's a it's a story that you can follow with ease, and you you're able to enjoy it as much as uh, any other like animated film, especially for a family movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, I guess we're gonna to to talk about uh Chris Pratt's role as Mario. Yeah, which um, I mean, in general, uh, the voice, you know, yeah, the voice actors that they uh, picked, um, I think everyone did a, a fine job. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I think we said before, Jack Black steals the show. Um, Charlie Day as Luigi, I think, really worked. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting her name? Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah, Anna Taylor Joy uh, was a solid Princess Peach, you know, you know, yeah, for what it was, uh, and of course, like I think the big I think controversy of the movie, you know, was that hey, Chris Pratt is voicing Mario, and you know, very people were very skeptical of like, okay, can he do a Mario voice? And then the trailer started coming out. It's like it's like oh, I don't like this. And granted, I think the actors kind of know. Like I think there's been interviews like. Yeah, you know, that's probably, like, the biggest thing. There was a moment where he, we used to, like, go watch the movie and form your opinion, which I think was a very, like, smart thing to say, because coming out of the movie, I was like, he's fine. He's fine as Mario. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong, I would have much preferred uh, uh, Charles Manette over, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Pratt, because that's, that's, that's the Mario. Yeah, you know, it's like if you're making an animated movie about Mario, why not just have the original Mario actor mm-hmm. play Mario? And there's a lot of, like... Possible reasons. Yeah, I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure the big two ones are either... One, the studio just wanted marketable actors, which is, like, kind of the thing with a lot of anime movies. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole voice acting industry in the U.S. of very good, very talented voice actors that know the craft, that can do good voice acting. It's just that, you know, if you don't have, like, those sort of big celebrity guests, rather big celebrity voice actors, or actors doing voices, mm. you know, a lot of like, film studios don't see it as marketable. I mean, look what happened with the uh, TMNT movie, the 2007 one. You had all the turtles being voiced by top-of-the-line actual voice actors. Yeah, you had Nolan North, you had uh, James Arnold Taylor, mm-hmm. and I forget the other two guys, but... He also had Ma- uh, Mako uh, voicing Splinter. It was like one of his last roles before he passed away. Mm-hmm. And it, and they were f- amazing. And the only, like I guess, uh, I guess celebrity voice actor you could say was in that movie was uh, Patrick Stewart. But Patrick Stewart, you know, he has done voice acting for various different things. Yeah. Like it, he, <laughs> he was in American Dad. Yeah, he's the uh, the boss in American Dad. You know, like it's, he, I think, has enough experience in that sort of role to do that stuff. But I mean, does you know I, that that movie was you know was kind of he was, wasn't in there that much too. Yeah, the movie wasn't didn't do that well at the box office, and some people could argue it's because there wasn't a whole lot of like celebrities in it. And it was also not marketed well. And I think that's probably the bigger reason it yeah. wasn't marketed well. Yeah, because how are you gonna mark Nolan North as Raphael? Who? Yeah, <sighs> it's it's sad, you know. It's probably the one thing where you can argue, like, yeah, uh, Japan is able to market. Yeah, their voice actors better, voice than, actors better. <laughs> than we can. Yeah, and that's that's a different conversation of itself. Um, but 
for me, uh, I think you know Chris Pratt did a great did a great job. He he was a solid choice. Because uh, for like a, I think a lot of people tend to forget with voice acting is that you, are you able to emote through your voice? And you he did a good job. That's 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 basically what you know you're supposed to do. Is just he is that we're so used to Charles Martin as uh, Mario. He he is still in the movie, and I like what they what they chose for him to do. Yeah, like, I think he voices at least I think two characters. Mm-hmm. Like you'll know when you hear him. Oh, you'll know especially when you hear him. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, like at least you know he's able to like contribute in like a very interesting way in, in, as a character. You know, voicing that, those yeah. characters. Uh, but yeah, no, I I think Chris Pratt did fine. I I don't think mm-hmm. he was a. I don't think his performance ruins the movie. No, 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 it doesn't. But it doesn't elevate the movie either. It, he did a fine job. Yeah. You know, like he was solid enough as Mario. He was mm-hmm. able to do you know the wahoos and the you know he you know his uh, let's go works well. If mm-hmm. anything, I'm just very like. Into the fact of how Italian they made them. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a joke there. And, and, and like, and by joke, I mean they, they made a joke of it in the movie. And I and I really like how that was done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Also, I would say, uh, it's a good, to go to more on the positive side, um, the music was, was so good. Not talking about the, the inserted pop songs. Because, honestly, almost all of them are, like, like the most like overused songs, which sucks because there's at least one or two of them. Like, yeah, I like that song, but why do I have to hear it here? Come on. Yeah, <laughs> there's like the the one that gets me, and I I hate to say it because I really like that song. Is a Take on Me song. They had that in there. Yeah, and I, it's like I'm like, why you 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 have you don't have access to Nintendo's library of music right and you could use any of them and like the the music that they you know i guess like uh did over was like you you know the whoever they got to do the or the, the orchestral music. versions yeah. of these songs they yeah. were really good yeah and they weren't like you know generic epic sounding songs right like, like they, when, they fit the they fit like mm-hmm. like the the ending like the 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 credit song is you know it's very much like Mario. It's Mario mm-hmm. music, and it's a, it's a like, different rendition, and it's done so well. And I'm just like, yes, this is what I came for. Because mm-hmm. for me, when I first heard the movie, I was like, eh, I think it's gonna be all right. And then I start hearing the music, I'm like, oh, I'll go for that music. And I was very happy to see like that music being done so well. The insert songs, I'm like, oh, maybe there's like one or two I'm cool with. And they, I mean, thankfully they don't overstay their welcome as much as I thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite use. It is kind of interesting how, uh, mm-hmm. um, how often they show up. Like, heck, when they're doing the whole uh, Mario Kart scene, like before they get there, like all like the music playing in the background. I'm pretty sure is like music that that's used in like Mario Kart games. Oh, it is. Yes, no. Which I, I don't know. It's it's interesting that they uh, we went that sort of far out. Although I'm pretty like, I won't lie. Like it is kind of weird that you just have Mario Karts. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart is like out of all the sp- Mario spinoffs, Mario Kart is like the most popular. Behind that, like, it's either that and Mario Party are the ones that tied in. Obviously, you can't make a Mario Party reference in this movie. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah, Mario Kart reference. Let's go with that, you know? Yeah. And, okay, so, like, the references, Easter eggs, fan service, it's there. And I'm not going to lie, it's not as bad as most people would, would think it'd be. And I freaking loved it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, I don't really. I can't think of the last movie where I where it was based on a property, mm-hmm. and it made a shit ton of uh, Easter egg references and all that stuff. Was that the, the only one that comes to mind is Spider Verse, and that one. You know, a lot of the stuff was in the background, and this one is kind of. You're not gonna get a lot of people who are going like point and you'll miss the kind of stuff. It's like no, it's there. We're gonna just acknowledge it and we're gonna move on. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. <laughs> and kind of in that same way I feel like Spider-Verse did. It's like, oh, look, here's the stuff. All right, we acknowledge it. We're walking the past. Like, they, they had a reference to Punch-Out. They had a reference to Kid Icarus. And so many other things. And I was so... <laughs> if you're a fan of old school, like, 80s NES Nintendo stuff, you'll you'll notice. You'll notice. Yeah. You'll notice. There was one I was like, wait, is that? Ah, oh, you son of a gun. You got me. And again, even the musical cues are are like references to stuff. There was a moment where um, I'm not gonna specify, but they do the yeah, the uh, underground sort of theme in Mario. You know where you go into the pipe that goes underground and it plays this theme. Yeah, yeah, they, and they use that well. Mm-hmm. They use that well. And then even the the Bowser theme that what happens in the from the original game, mm-hmm. that one that goes like, oh, so how's it go again? Uh, I'm not gonna try. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to butcher it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like a lot of there's there's a lot of like good use of references and good use of fan service in this. And that's why I would say like if you're a Mario fan, yeah, definitely watch this movie. I I think that's sort of the big uh, thing is that if you're a fan of the Mario games, I think you will enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like a passing by, oh yeah, I like playing Mario games as a kid. You'll, I think you'll probably be like, oh yeah, no, this works. You know, this, this, this hits I, I've seen a fair enough of adults that were because like we when we saw it, there was some, there was obviously families, kids, and I, 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 I think aside from you and me, I think all the other adults were enjoying themselves. No, yeah, I think so too. You know, yeah. it's it's very like I said, it's a it's it's a aimed at all audiences. Mm-hmm. You know, like it really. You know, I think it hits like a lot of the buttons. Like this mm. is, this is probably like I think best case scenario. This is probably the best case scenario out of an Illuminations Mario movie. You know, mm-hmm. like because it could have been so much more worse. Yeah, we like I said, you know, like you we could have seen a lot more of like I guess the Illumination tropes. We really could and we, we, we they're there, but they're not horrible. Yeah, like, I think the only joke, like, there maybe are, like, a couple jokes that I think you could be like, well, I mean, I guess why that's there. I think, um, off the top of my head, uh, I won't say the Luma joke, because I know that one's in the trailers. Because I actually think I kind of like that one. Because it's like, uh, you know. This is the way they ended with it. <laughs> yeah, like, the nice little Luma, you know. You know, yeah. like, they're cute and nice and, like. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a nihilist. I, I, the only escape is death. <laughs> like, you know, cute yeah. things saying messed up stuff like that is pretty funny. And at least all the other characters are like, Jesus, shut up. <laughs> <I'm> tired. 
Well, I'm already trapped in this prison already. You don't have to keep being like a nihilistic, you know. <laughs> no, we're all gonna die. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> shut up. It's like, oh my god, leave me. Just, can someone just kill him already? Please, I want the sweet embrace of death. Yeah, you know. <laughs> just like, oh my god. So, you know, at least, like, I probably think that's the only reason why I'm not annoyed by the joke. But there are, like you said, there are a couple of mm-hmm. illumination sort of, uh, I wouldn't say, like, details, but it's more of a... Tropes? Tropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no, the word there, I'm looking for. There, there, was a, there, was, there, was, there was a moment, and I'm like... Like, there, there's a certain thing, and it's... The, uh, that reminded me of other Illumination movies, and I'm like, oh my god, this is designed exactly like those other things. Yeah, I won't lie. If it's not, like... Because all the char- Mario characters themselves, heck, even like um, we do get to see Mario's family, Mario and Luigi's family, they all look like something that was designed by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like, but then you get like some of the other, heck, there's even some other characters as well that are like, okay, this doesn't feel like Illumination's design, but then there's like one sequence uh, where we like meet some other characters like oh that look that definitely that that's an illumination design yeah no that that definitely looks like an illumination to me yeah it just feels it's like the only one where it feels like the clashing of two uh, uh, styles art styles you know yeah and speaking of art styles god damn is this an, is the is the animation in this movie gorgeous yeah like, I think that's the other thing too like normally you think about illumination and it's like not to say they aren't like no they're bad not bad looking no they're not bad looking <laughs> on a scale of Say, Disney Pixar to uh, bargain bin, uh, straight to DVD animated movies. Illumination just hits the middle. Yeah. Again, like not they don't look, you know, like they don't look like like that Norma the North stuff, you know, like yeah. this like awful bad CGI that's done by people. Heck, I think uh, they don't they don't like they don't like they don't look like Hoodwink. Remember that movie? Hoodwink? <laughs> I remember that movie. I remember, like, looking back at it, I was like, holy shit, why does that look bad? Why does it look so ugly? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why are, why are their faces so emotionless? Yeah. But this how does was... this movie have Anne Hathaway in it? <laughs> how did it have... Well, Patrick Wahlberg wouldn't be in anything. Yeah, pa- Patrick Wahlberg, just, he'll, be, he'll be in anything. He'll voice the phone book. You know, he'll yeah. read the phone book. Yeah. Uh, but, no, this one is, like, it goes above and beyond normal elimination stuff. A lot, a lot of... Y- I'm thinking of like the the Mario the Mario Kart scene where they're in the rainbow. There's moments where I swear, like, like there's a shift of colors. Mm-hmm. Like yes, it's a rainbow. Yes, but like on Mario, I mean, mm-hmm. like it's like it goes from light to dark real well because he moves around the the rainbow. Yeah, the rainbow. And then I'm like, like oh my god, it's so amazing. Even the 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 composition is really well. Like like there are moments where like. Uh, and I'm thinking specifically the for people who haven't seen the movie yet, that scene where Peach is like standing in front of like the giant flying Bowser castle, where she's like looks like she she's like giving this like strong like pose of like defiance, mm-hmm. and yet how big the castle is compared to her. I, I you could argue that you could take that scene and a lot of other scenes and use it as like computer wallpaper. Exactly, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And it, it just looks so good. Mm-hmm. I, I was really, like, amazed by just how much effort Illumination went. It kind of makes sense, too, because of how, much, how well done it is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, I, I would definitely watch. I mean, 
despite all that, you know, re- there's a lot of people, you know, talking about how the Rotten Tomato score about it. And obviously, you're more of like, I don't really care about Rotten Tomato scores. <laughs> yeah, I think, because I think that's sort of the other, like, big thing to come out of the movie is, I think, initial reviews. Because this movie actually premiered on a Wednesday. Yeah. Which is kind of weird for most movies. Well, it's Easter weekend, though. Yeah, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you want to get ahead of the Easter weekend. I guess I can understand that. Um, but for the most part, like, yeah, you get early screenings on a Thursday. But for, for most places, you release on a Friday. Mm-hmm. But regardless of that, um, we got reviews early and stuff. And, of course, people are going to look at Rotten Tomatoes as the be-all, end-all of all the uh, mm-hmm. critic scores and stuff. Uh, which, by the way, Rotten Tomatoes, I think the reason why a lot of people don't like having to use it often is that it is an aggregator. So it's not like, oh, yes, all the critics said this movie is a 40%, you know, on our Rotten Tomato scale. No, it's Rotten Tomato taking all of the reviews done by professional critics and combining them all together to get an average rating, mm-hmm. you know? There's clearly reviews there that are like, Oh yeah, no. This was a fun family experience. Really liked it. You know. Yeah, because like, our, like before even the Rotten Tomato score dropped, I've been hearing online. I was like, "Oh my god, it's such a good movie." I mean, there's 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 some problems, yes, but it's an enjoyable movie. And I'm like, "Oh my god, is it actually happening?" And then of course the Rotten Tomatoes, and then that kind of like, maybe we'll go like, uh. Or it's like, well, are we? You know. Is it just super fans, Super Mario fans? Yeah. Super Mario super fans. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're saying, oh, this movie's great. It's perfect, fantastic, love it. You know, like yeah. the diehard Nintendo fans saying that. And then the critics come out, it's like, actually, this movie's kind of pretty uh, not that great. And yeah. it's like, well, well, what the fuck? But obviously, now that the movie's out and now that people have been uh, posting reviews, because obviously that's the other thing about Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. you have the audience score. And the audience score is like I think in the nineties, like ninety eight or something. Yeah, I, I, no, I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie. <laughs> yeah, I would like I said I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie either. Um, but that's I think the that's always been the thing about Rotten Tomatoes. Like a lot of people like to weigh like a movie's like whether a movie's good enough off its Rotten Tomatoes score. Mm-hmm. And granted, like it doesn't help that there are movies that will straight up say, "Oh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes." Yeah, you know? this is how good mo- our movie is, you know, and it's like. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like it's one of the things where like if you look at the score, you you look at the score, and you get a general idea out of it. Cause like you obviously have to make your own mind off of like whatever mm-hmm. movie or show or whatever is done. Cause I, cause it just doesn't really seem to me like a good way of just like oh yes I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. The movie said it was ba- they said it was bad. Therefore, it is bad. And it's like well no that's. Those are all a bunch of critics that have their reviews compiled together mm-hmm. to get an average score. Like, you can't just say that, like, the critics said it was bad. You just have to say that there seems to be a fair majority of critics that saying that it was bad. You know, not mm-hmm. all of them were said it was bad, you know. Also, the other thing is just that, you know, like... Yeah. I think the other movies have had, like, similar, like, disparities between... The audience score and the critic score. Uh, I mean, I think you can look at any friggin' DCEU movie from yeah. like, <laughs> from, from uh, the early beginnings of that universe. Yeah, where it was like the the critics reviews were like 
mid or to bad. Yeah. While the audience scores were definitely like trying to push it up and like, no, the critics are they're all bought by Disney, man. That's why they hate the DCU. And it's like, no, the, no, no, no. It's just that Batman v Superman was really, really that bad. You have to, <laughs> you have to understand. Yeah. Yeah, just gotta understand that some of y'all just kind of hyped it up a little too much. Or you just have bad taste in movies. Let's just <laughs> let's be let's be real here. Joe, your hatred for that movie is strong. It's just not a good movie. Right? I, mean, I don't disagree. Uh, just because there's an extended cut that makes it better doesn't mean it's, that doesn't. But does it really make it better though? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Does it really make it better that I need to watch a longer version of your movie? Yeah. No. But anyway, but to to the point, I think um, this is one of those movies where you kind of do have to form your opinion. I think there's a reason why you know there's such a high rating from like some people. Because one, it does a lot of the, I wouldn't say nostalgia or fan service. It, it's very much like something that I feel you could enjoy as a family. With kids or no kids kind of stuff. It's, it's a very enjoyable movie. Yeah, you could argue that this movie, even if like Nintendo mm-hmm. was definitely involved with the making of the movie to make sure it was you know, accurate and stuff. It still feels like a love letter to the Mario movie. Like yeah. Franchise, you know? Yeah, because, like, there's a lot of stuff that, um, you know, they didn't have that, like, those, like, those motifs of, like, oh, you know, they went down the, uh, the pole, like, they're doing the first in the, in the games. Or the various little song, uh, cues as well, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. They didn't have to do that. Or the various, like, little, mm-hmm. like, animation nods like to how when mario is running he'll do like the arms out thing like he does in the games mm-hmm. kind of thing like you don't have to do all those details like realistically i don't think nintendo would have cared if those details were in the movie or not oh no they would have cared well maybe <laughs> maybe miyamoto would have cared like this is not mario that's not mario but yeah you know i i, I assume this movie will do well it yeah. sounds like it's doing well yeah, and we could potentially see a Mario sequel, which I mean that'd be interesting. Where 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 they would go with that, you know? Yeah, I think that's also my. I think that's 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 kind of a, a bit of a concern I personally have. If we continue this, how are we going to do this, right? I know there's a at least a small there's a good contention of Nintendo fans out there that's like, yo, does this mean we can get a Super Mario like a, a freaking Smash Bros. like movie? It's like for the love of God, don't do that. Just don't no no just no. The only Smash Bros. game that has like an actual decent, actual like detailed story was Subspace Emissary and Brawl, and I don't think you can make a movie out of that. No, but I mean that also I guess that leads into the question of whether or not Nintendo and Illumination will get together and do more more, uh, Nintendo movies. I mean, it depends on like. Um, if they want to. I know Nintendo and Universal have their whole little theme park deal. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason. Not to say, I don't think uh, Universal owns Illumination. I could, but they, I think they own their theme park rights and I think that's sort of how yeah. they got in there. Um, but, I mean, that's if you want to make all the uh, Nintendo properties like animated movies. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess could work. Uh, you could do an animated Zelda, although at the same time, uh, Zelda could also easily work in live action. I much prefer the animated. 
I just want uh, Link to say, well, excuse me, princess. Fair enough. I'll let, I'll let it slide. <laughs> you know, I, I need him to say that. I mean, yeah. you know, just 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 to, cause give me give me an animated punch out movie that's basically Rocky. Well, then just watch the original Rocky, though. But then I can't get, you know, the dun, 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 dun. Okay, so. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, here's a, here's a real question. Does he fight Mike Tyson in the end? Oh, okay, that's a good question. Yeah, that would be, you know, like... Yeah. Would Mike Tyson show up in that movie? Because, I mean, remember, in the original Punch-Out, it was Punch-Out, you know, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. You know, he, yeah. was the, he was the final boss. Yeah. Later editions, you know, since they lost the trademark, and, yeah. you know, they... I think Mike Tyson didn't want to give you know them the permission to use his likeness again. Yeah, it made him uh, Mr. Dream. Yep. And then there was um, Miss No, because originally it was uh, Mr. Sandman that was the back, that was the final boss. Because mm-hmm. Mr. Sandman pushed you to sleep. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the point. Anyways, uh, I do think that this is a very. I think this is a good movie. I think it's a very fun movie. That a movie that you could take your kids or not, however you like. And be able to enjoy it. There's a lot of stuff there to be enjoyed, despite it being kind of the plot being a little fast in some areas. Uh, but it's a simple plot, and it's 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 simple enough for you to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Jay, what, what would your rating be? I would go with an eight out of ten. I agree. I would also put an eight out of ten. It's not perfect. But it is an enjoyable movie that you can go and watch. I've known people that are saying, I'm going to watch it a second time, a third time. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I can totally see that. Especially for like some of the stuff that happens in the movie. And, and, and you know, a lot of the other like Easter eggs that are probably hiding out there. Yeah. There was a duck hunting Easter egg and I, I couldn't help myself from not pointing it out. Yeah, I won't wait. I was a little, I was a little annoyed like... You don't have to point that out to me, man. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I can see. I can see. Like, Bitch, I got eyes too. <laughs> yeah. And then, because there was that, there was a Punch-Out one, there was a, there was some other, there might have been more and we don't even know. I, I, am I going to watch? No, we, we will now wait for the eventual uh, YouTube videos that explain all the hidden Easter eggs and details you missed in the Mario movie. I'll watch that another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Um, Mario, uh, it's an eight out of ten. But if, but if, I'm gonna say this right now. But if you're a Mario fan, that's this is a goddamn ten out of ten, man. They do so much stuff that made me go, that made me smile. I sang along for a second, <laughs> and, and I know you wanted to too. But I think you wanted the extended version of that song. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, guys. Go check out the Mario movie. Uh, if you enjoy what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we're more active on Instagram, where you'll find links to all podcasts. We're officially part of like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the like. And be sure to support us on YouTube, uh, where you can like, comment, subscribe, and our Patreon is down there just to help out. But anyways, guys, you have a good one. It's been me, your boy Eli. It's been me, Joe. And you guys have a good day. Peace. <laughs>